Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, Rye. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about, I don't know, I think I was going to call it walk like a man or, or just, you know, men should be men. And I feel like society is doing everything to work against that. I think the schools get a bad rap and rightfully so. But guess what? It's not all on the schools. And when you're a parent, it's not just the school's job to raise your kid. So we're going to point some blame and throw some stones at the schools and the way the system's set up. But there's a lot of things we could be doing and maybe shortcomings that we've been having, you know, in society, in raising our children and things like that. I get worried when... You know, Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner is the hero. And Chris Kyle, nobody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. That That's not the world that, you know, America of yesteryear. Right. Um, I, I just read an article, and I think this is what got me going on this, this topic, was they were talking about kids in kindergarten don't have the hand strength to hold a pencil to learn how to write. Because they're growing up just with the tablet and the, you know, playing with their mom's phone or their mom's iPad or whatever. 
Uh-huh. I don't know. Did I tell you that the other no, day? No, no, that's a new one. That right. sounds ridiculous, though. That that is ridiculous. I was like, "What? That can't be real." And sure enough, um, you know, America was supposed to be a. Uh, it, it was founded. It was an experiment of self governance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's in order to have self governance, you need self reliance. Right. In order to govern yourselves and handle your own business, you have to that be means able to you have to yourself. handle your own business. Right? right. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, now, a lot of guys, I, I hear stories. There was a book that that I listened to a, an author about, and he was talking about, like, he, he used the word the pussification. And, you know, I hate that. Um, I don't think that's right. Now, I think you're making men in today's world less aggressive. And, and so I understand where that term would come from. Mm-hmm. You know, men are supposed to be the aggressive warrior type, whatever. Right. And they're dumbing it down. But, I mean, men can't even provide or take care of themselves in today's society. And I think women should be able to provide and take care of themselves. It's not like you're turning them into women. You're just making everyone weak. Right. I don't think that women are weak or should be weak. It's just Mm -hmm. society as a whole, we're not becoming self-reliant anymore. It's not self-governance. It's, you know, let me, uh, you know, feed off, maybe turning people into infants or, you know, children or I don't know. I know three-year-olds that have more dominance than, uh, you know, some of the world today. Yeah, I think uh, some people are are born aggressive. Yes, and uh, just have to have it beaten out of them by by yeah. their teachers. You know, toxic masculinity and all that stuff. I think I may have had that though the uh, the beating of the you know yeah the the switch on your fingers and <laughs> let me swat you over and over again. Uh-huh. All right, let me take the coat off and get involved here. Yeah, I think that um think that you know everybody is is worried about uh you know men being aggressive and and um rough. You know, and everybody worries about that until the Vikings show up and then you know, when you see that ship off the coast heading for you, then you start looking for the real men. Where right. are they at? Oh, they're right. all gone now. Now, I mean, I don't think like when you talk about aggressive, mm-hmm. now a man should have self-control mm-hmm. and be in control of himself. Being a hothead, having a temper, um, just being, you know, what we think of as an asshole, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not what we're talking about. Right. You know, hotheads and, and, you know, crazy tempers does not make you a man. Being in control and not overreacting, you know, when you get pissed off and you want to you know lash out and you end up getting arrested that's not taking care of your family right um i mean there's maybe a place where you do things and it's appropriate that you know you end up getting arrested and so be it and you did the right thing Uh but for the most part being in control of yourself Mm -hmm. is a big part of it so like i said a, a lot of it gets put on the schools and this is where I guess that comes from and, and you know, some of the stuff that I was reading. They said that basically um, 
you know, boys seem to have a lot more energy at the younger age, you know, when they're in elementary school and, and junior high. Um, a lot of the schools are just doing away with recess altogether. Uh-huh. Um, is it just a chance to get some of that aggression out? But I got to tell you, kids playing and interacting with each other and kind of forcing that uh-huh. was a good thing. Right. Um, teaching, you know, picking kickball teams and unstructured playing. Right. That's the kind of thing. And, you know, I know you're thinking, oh, well, they should be able to do that at home. But more and more, we stack these kids up with so much homework and whatever. Mm-hmm. They go to school. Everything's a structured, disciplined, you know, planned out event. Uh-huh. And then they come home and they have three hours of homework to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it's bedtime or whatever. They don't have the time out running around and, right. you know, being hooligans like mm-hmm. we were. I kind of think like when, you know, I mean, we could talk about jobs and different things like that. We'll get there. But like as a kid... My parents, I didn't feel were very involved. Um, you know, it was kind of like, do what you want. I'd come home, go out, and come home at 7, 8 o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. and eat dinner, sometimes making it myself and, and take care of my stuff. So I don't understand how, I, I guess, to me, as a parent, I thought, oh, I don't have to do that much because my parents didn't do anything and I turned out awesome. Right. Right, perfect. I mean, I'm perfect. So, you know, what what should be involved? But it was kind of, in a way, that taking care of yourself and being, you know, self-reliant. So much we, uh, like, baby the kids and just constant attention and worrying about everything and taking care of stuff. So I started talking about the schools. So we, we got rid of recess. Uh-huh. Um, there's no lessons in school that like require motor activity you know you're not moving you're not doing mm-hmm. you're just sitting there whatever boys tend to have a harder time with this um maybe some people would say that i'm wrong and that all people have a hard time with this whatever um <clears throat> lessons uh let me think boys need to like assume responsibility for the learning of others Mm-hmm. will actually help like if you have them interacting and right because boys naturally tend to want to take charge mm-hmm. um and so if you're all kind of set up as the you all just do what you're told and whatever uh-huh. when there's no leadership no competition mm-hmm. if you will it, it ends up hurting um they said that you know really uh <clears throat> lessons that focus on independent personal discovery is like a big thing for, you know, where you figure it out on your own and you move forward. Boys tend to excel in that area Mm -hmm. as far as learning. Whereas girls, you know, they said that, you know, basically the way schools are set up, there's very little of that. It's very structured and organized. Again, I don't know how much the girls are outside of this. I mean, Uh maybe the girls are having the same Mm -hmm. issues the boys are. Right. Um, you know, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, we're turning them into girls. It's not. It's just we're turning them into people who don't take care of themselves. Uh-huh. Don't ke- take care of business. Um, le- boys like uh, drama, uh, novelty, surprise, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And like I said, they just 
they that's why you're getting the Ritalin, the ADHD, the, yeah. well, I all think this that's... stuff is because they're like, you know, you're not entertaining me. Right. You're, you're not... just giving me facts. You're teaching me to repeat back. Right. They worry about kids uh, squirming in their chairs and right. not paying attention. But, you know, a, a seven-year-old isn't, isn't supposed to be able to pay attention for long periods of time right. like that and sit still for long periods of time. But, I mean, if you can get a drug and give it to them, you know, and really, really... You know, we act like, uh, you know, Ritalin is medication, but it's it's basically crystal meth. You're giving them speed. And, you know, yeah, it makes them hyper-focused, and they'll pay attention. But, uh, you know, as soon as they leave school and they start crashing, it's going to, you know, ruins a child's childhood. You know, ruins ruins kids. You're, you're basically making drug addicts out of children. Right. And I, I think that, uh, you know, there's probably... A good ten percent of the people that are on the kids that are on Ritalin that need to be on Ritalin, you know. But the majority of them, they're just boys. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, you know, I know uh, when I was in the military in Virginia Beach, my one of my my older boy was in maybe second or third grade, and the teacher calls me in and is like, "Oh, I think you know we need to put your kid on Ritalin." And I'm like, oh, why do you think that? And she's like, oh, well, he's really, you know, disruptive and, and which he's, you know, calm and whatever. Uh I don't know. It's weird. And I was like, well, how many kids in the class or no, actually, I didn't even ask her point was, well, one in four kids in the class is on Ritalin and I can't teach unless they're medicated and whatever. Because it's just too disruptive. Mm. And my response was, you can't teach one in four kids in your class? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the problem falls on the kid. Right. That that sounds like the system may be set up a little imperfect. Right. Um, But that's it. So that's enough school bashing, whatever. Bottom line, school is not there to teach your kid to be self-reliant. Well, it should be, but mm-hmm. it's not. Right. School's goal is not, again, we wish the school, the goal was to teach you to be self-sufficient. It used to be that high school was to teach you to be a productive member of society Mm -hmm. and go get a job. And how to function. And how to function with that. Now it's to teach you to obey and conform and go along to get along and to help you feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, And pass tests, you know, recite things back. Right. Um, You know, I used to be jealous of people who would go to college and different things and whatever. I ended up doing things later on. But I was like, oh, you know, college, they teach you how to think. That's the idea. They're supposed to teach you how to learn and gather the information to do anything you want. Right. Um, That's why most places... um, Aside of, you know, lawyer, doctor, specific, you know, degrees, whatever, they just require a four-year degree and don't really care what it's in because the idea was, well, you know how to gather information, you know how to organize it professionally, Mm -hmm. and you know how to feed it back and present it in a clear, coherent manner. Right. And that was the idea of college, at least my understanding. Right. It doesn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Kids who come out of college are not able to do those things. And I find that unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure, you know, there's people who will tell you, oh, no, I just got a degree and 
Uh I'm very good at those things, and I learned those skills in school. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is reciting information rather than learning how to do the research. Right. Um, I was talking to a college student the other day, and, you know, they're doing book reports on books they haven't even read. And I was told that they read it, but I read the same book, and I'm like, well, what would you think about this? And, like, key plot points. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to summarize the whole book in a paragraph, these were the things we're talking about uh-huh. and no idea. And I'm like, well, how they listen to an audio book while they listen to music. Huh. And I was like, yeah, that's not really. <laughs> that's not, not the same as reading a book. And you might tell me you have that, you know, because I, I got some kind of, oh, well, I can multitask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no. it turns out since you didn't comprehend any of the information. You can't. You can't. You can't multitask. You thought you had that one down, mm-hmm. but no, not so much. So that's, I guess, my thought. So it comes back to we need to teach our kids to be self-reliant you know i i I was listening to another you know interview and it was you know i do my research on these kind of things when we pick a new show topic and the guy was like yeah you know if you're not taking care of yourself in your 20s you're not a man and i kind of agree with that you're not a man until you can provide you know a man should be a provider a protector a hero you know you should be Mm -hmm. a badass Right. Right? I mean, that that's why we do this. Um, the idea is to, you know, be able to really handle business. You know, a guy should be able to fix a car. But if you're the dad who can't teach your son these things, mm-hmm. and if you're not spending the time, and that's, you know, it's, a, it's another ugly part on society that, you know, both mom and dad seem to have to work nonstop. You know, everybody mm. works 50, 60 hours a week, at least in the world I live in. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you're working nonstop where you don't have the time to spend with your children mm-hmm. and to go out. And when you do, you go look at your phone. Right. You go look at the TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. And nobody really puts in the you know time. And like I was going to say, if you don't have the skills like to work on a car, one, tackle some new projects. Watch some YouTube and change your oil. Mm-hmm. You know, start with the basics or do the spark plugs in your car. Right. Or, you know, do some basic maintenance. Go out and just change the tire with your kid. Mm-hmm. Go out and change the tire with your daughter. Right. You know, see if she can do it. And get there so they understand the skills. You know, show them, hey, look, this is a safe place. And, you know, this is where you'd put the jack or this is where you'd do these things. Right. You know, go out and do these skills. And, yeah, you know, doing maybe... it in the driveway is a lot easier than doing it on the side of the road when you have no chance to practice. You know, doing a, t- a test run of those sorts of things, flat tires happen. And you're going to send your kid out in the world with the car. Mm-hmm. And But that's, I guess what this all comes down to is teaching your kids to handle their own business and teaching them that they're responsible to handle their own business. Right. Um. You know, so many people are like, well, somebody else will take care of that. I don't have to do it. I'll just, you know, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. They'll and figure that's it the out. problem is it always does work out. You know, as parents were like, oh, you know, I want my kids to have the stuff that, you know, we didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I can afford to 
buy them, you know, new video games or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But that doesn't mean that that's the right thing to do. Right. Um, it, it really creates a bad precedent. You teach your kids that, you know, spending is whatever. And then they end up working nonstop in order to provide a life that is not the life you should live, you know, mm-hmm. that we really want to have. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, um, you know, with two working parents in a house and, and a kid or, you know, one working parent in the house, one parent, period. Right. You know, it's tough to raise a child that way. It's tough to uh, raise a boy without a father figure in his life. But, um, you know, a lot of us men aren't really stepping up and taking care of the business we need to be taking care of. You know, it's not, uh, it's not the kid's fault. It's not the mom's fault that she's a single mom all the time, right? You know. No, and so that's... as as men, it's 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 our obligation, you know. And maybe it's not even just your kids. Maybe it's uh, the family next door that doesn't have a dad around. Maybe you know, maybe you, you need help out to... with the Boy Scout troop mm-hmm. or you know whatever. Um, you know, kids need mentoring. Maybe your thing is football, or you know, maybe you can be the soccer coach or. Right. Whatever. You know, no dads want to make the time to do that. I know a guy I work with, uh, you know, coaches basketball Mm -hmm. and they had him doing it three years in a row because none of the parents could, you know, oh, we're too busy with work. We can't be involved and, you know, whatever. But it's not right. Now, the next thing is I think kids need reassurance they're on the right path. You're not going to become a warrior, a badass, a, you know, a self-reliant guy who has the confidence to take care of yourself unless you get some victories. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we rob the kids of these victories when we, you know, get rid of the, everyone you know, gets the, everyone a gets a trophy and the nonsense you always hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. So like throughout history, they've had, you know, rites of passage and, and different, uh, you know, things like that. It's cool. There's, you know, they'd go out and have their kids, you know, go fight a lion and, you know, some badass things over the years. Right. Um, there's some crazy disturbing things we read on the uh, internet when we were doing a little research. But, I mean, that's not, mm, not that's... the thing. It's just, you know, you need this sense of accomplishment. When you go out camping and set up your own tent, you know you got that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, all right, I can do that. When you have your kid build a fire with matches, mm-hmm. when you have a, your kid ride a bike and have success with that, uh-huh. these victories make your kid more confident. You know, getting your driver's license, learning how to drive, that's a rite of passage. That's a, you know, confidence builder that makes you a little bit more. You know, yeah. when you can go run five miles, that's a confidence builder. When you go to the gym, when you and your dad go work out all the time, or you even if you find it with your friends at school, uh-huh. when you accomplish, oh, I was able to bench press 200 pounds. I'm a man now, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the the levels that give you. But the same thing, the first job, the first paycheck. Um, and I feel like we're robbing our kids of this, or they're coming so much later in life. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I know I, I was doing the paper boy thing at like 10 years old. Um, and I worked at a pizza place when I was 14 mm-hmm. and did, you know, another job when I was 16 
And they just kept coming and coming. And no, you don't want to rob your kid of his childhood. Mm -hmm. But that, all right, you know what? If I want something, I want those cool clothes or the cool sneakers or whatever. I guess kids are all video games now. Whatever. But I can afford it. I don't know. I met a kid with Yeezys the other day. With what? Yeezys. That's Yeezys. uh, That's uh, Kanye West's sneaker. Oh, you were a Something. little jealous? Yeah, I was a little jealous. Yeah, I see it. $150 pair of sneakers, and he was out with me uh, walking around in the in the mud in the woods. So. In the mud? Sure. Whatever. Hey, teach his own, right? But he mm-hmm. was a little bit cooler than you, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. His muddy sneakers were cooler than my muddy boots. Yep. Not surprised. That's thing. Just because you grow a beard doesn't make you a man. That's right. And $150 sneakers, that might do it. That might. It might 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 make you jump higher. Um, I but mean, you I don't know, think we used so. to, man. You know, that's the thing. We did all these things that were dangerous and stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, you think uh, riding dirt bikes. Like, uh-huh. how many parents let their kids go off? You know, you might have them all armored up, and they can, you know, have mm-hmm. some kind of adult supervision. But how many parents are like, you know what? Go get on that dirt bike and go. You yeah. know, knock yourself out, and. We're all so worried, and so, and, oh, that's bad parenting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we were just watching a video, and, you know, a, a kid in school, he's drawing pirates. He's all into pirates, and one of the pictures had the kid cut somebody, a pirate's head off. Mm-hmm. And the teacher was all worried and called the parents saying, oh, my God, look at this. Well, guess what? That's what pirates did. That's right. That's why pirates are cool, man. <sighs> It's a, it's a bad world we live in. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there are a lot of kids out there today still doing the thing, playing football, playing hockey, you know, Boy Scouting and yeah. uh, hiking, camping. But, um, you know. 4-H, working me, the farm, yeah, whatever. To me, it seems like it's not enough. There's not enough of them. There's definitely not enough of them. And, uh, you know, when we try and... Try and uh, teach boys to not be assertive right you know that's you're you're bringing a bringing a boy to a to down a notch you know you're you're teaching him to uh deny his his basic instincts right you know they're good ones there's good uh attributes characteristics of masculinity and there's negative ones right you know but when you focus on just the fact of that masculinity in in itself is evil is bad You know, you're teaching these kids that they're, you know, they're wrong just for how they think. Right. You know, there's a, there's a, like you were saying about, uh, about winning. It's important to, to learn how to win. It's important to learn how to win and it's important to learn how to lose too. That's it. You know, some kids, when they hit their first failure, they're mm-hmm. completely devastated. Right. And, you know, it wipes them out and they're bawling and crying and I never, and the thing is that's fine when you're four. Uh-huh. When you get your first loss. Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting your first loss when until you're 18 or 22, uh-huh. that's the problem when you're on the floor bawling and crying. Uh-huh. And and that's the thing. They don't know how to handle it because mm-hmm. they've never experienced it. Right. Um, You know, I, sometimes I'll just sucker punch my kid in the face just so he is ready for it. You got to keep him guessing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really sucker punch my no. kid in the face. Maybe maybe in the shoulder sometimes. So I but. should stop hitting him when I walk by. <laughs> stop stop beating him. 
You were wondering where those bruises were coming from? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, my kid actually uh, got stabbed in the hand uh, a couple weeks ago. He was trying to disarm his friend who had a knife with a pillow. Yeah. Now he knows better. That's that's not the appropriate tool to disarm no. somebody with a knife. Yep. You just shoot him from further back? Yeah, step back. Mm-hmm. 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 Or, you know. Hit him with a with a baseball bat instead of a pillow next time. All right. Problem solved. A weapon with a little more reach. Uh-huh. All right. I don't know. So, that's what I got on that. I don't need to keep beating a dead horse. I just, I feel like you guys, you know, we need to start encouraging our boys to grow up and be men. To be good providers to take care of stuff. And that doesn't take anything away from women. And that, that's what I, I worry. That's the way it's always painted. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, right. well, you're, you know, it doesn't. Women can be strong and awesome. They can be Sarah Connor. Right. For those of right. you who are old enough to remember Terminator. Uh, but, but I think, honestly, uh, we've got a, a pretty large male audience. You know, we definitely have, have a few women that listen. But, uh, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of putting that challenge out to the men that are listening. To be men and be be male, positive male role models for the for the boys and and for the girls and for the women life. that cower in uh, when they hear these things and say, oh, oh, I don't know. Remember, you're going to live in a better world when your man wants to take care of you and treat you with respect mm-hmm. and have manners and be polite. Right. Um. You know, somebody who can take care of. Their significant other. And that doesn't mean that a woman doesn't take care of a man. Right. It all, you know, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, you know, that's how it needs to be. And, and women need to raise their boys mm-hmm. to be tough and to handle things. And honestly, women need to raise their girls to be self-reliant, not be dependent on the man. Yeah. And it's that ins- doesn't instinct mean it to can't defend... be a happy world right. together, you know? Yeah, it's, it's instinct to defend your child. Um, obviously you want to protect your child from, from any serious injury or anything like that, but you also have to let them get their scraped knees. Yes. You know, you have to let them, you know, you have to let them skin, you know, get a little bit of road rash. Right. It happens. You know, those sorts of things are all, all, um. Sometimes you're the good parent when you look and you see your kid with the big cut or whatever and you're horrified, but you're like, yeah, yeah, walk that off. Yeah. You'll be all right. (laughs) Walk off both those broken legs. Yeah, don't worry about it, you mm-hmm. know? But that's that's part of it. That's, you know, you got to toughen them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many cultures, we're reading all these different things. 12 years old, 7 years old, they're having these big rites of passage. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, not 18 or 21 or, you know, it gets yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of, rights that in American culture that we have, rites of passage, um, whether it's baptism or high school graduation, driver's license, driver's license, these sorts of things. And and you need to kind of uh, maybe just spend a little bit of time celebrating these things with your kids when they happen and make a point that, you know, this is a, a point in their life where they're going from being a child to being an adult. And, you know, they, they, have to have that sort of um, idea. You know, a lot of people are going through life 
you know, 23, 24 years old and thinking of, of themselves still as children. Right. You know, and maybe they are still children. That's the problem. But Because um, you don't get that confidence if you don't mm-hmm. have some accomplishment. Right. All right. That's what I got. That sounds um, good. So a lot of things going on in the world. That's right. Um, Russia's a little crazy. Uh, Syria's a little crazy. And yeah, now and there's a lot of talk that maybe China's it wasn't a little crazy. It wasn't Syria that gassed all those people. I think it that's a load of shit, though. I think oh, it. Yeah, it was. I think it was. I think right. it was them. We'll find out. They say things like, "Why would you, if you're winning the war, why would you risk something like like poisoning, you know, gassing people?" Well, because what yeah, if Putin we caught them? Like, you know? We caught them doing it twice. Maybe they're winning the war because they've been doing it a, a whole lot, and we just only caught it twice. So you know, it seems like they what they do is they drop the gas bombs to get all the people in the basements, and then drop the bombs on top to collapse the buildings so nobody finds them. But smart. I don't know. I'm. We're gonna see what happens. This is gonna play out over the next uh, couple of weeks. Couple of weeks, couple of days. Yep. Another uh, another news item that I I found was what uh, you got? eight police officers in Argentina were dismissed. Okay. Fired. What they um, do? Apparently, a half pound of marijuana went missing from the half evidence. Half, half ton. Half ton. Half ton of marijuana went missing from the evidence right. locker, <clears throat> and um, they were positive. All of them, uh, when questioned separately. Fully believe that mice ate those. Over the course of two days, mice ate a thousand pounds of marijuana. some crazy mice (laughs) down in Argentina. The the chief of police said that if if, uh, mice had eaten that much marijuana, there'd be dead mice all over the place down there, and they haven't found any. So, little suspicious. All right, that is suspicious. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Uh, what else we got? Is that it? Oh, we got a couple of emails. Emails, um, yes. George, uh, sent us one, and, um... what George say? It was pretty, pretty thorough. Pretty thorough. George? Never mind the haters. No? And, uh, mm. uh, Ben sent, sent us one. They both were talking about us doing a, uh, podcast on scavenging. Yeah. What do you think about that? You think we're gonna have to figure, figure one of these out? I mean, there's a lot of uh, variations with that. that we topic, did have the you know? foraging episode. We did. That's that's forest scavenging. <clears throat> Maybe we have to do an urban an scavenging. Urban. I felt like we touched on that somewhere. I thought so too, but I couldn't. I couldn't find one. No. So, uh, another one that uh, we've been getting a lot of requests for is uh, beekeeping. Still. Yes. So we're gonna have to uh, look into this and see if we can get back to you on at a later date with that. If you guys have any ideas on topics. Um, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Let us know your ideas on that. All right, I got one more for you. So I don't know if any of you guys uh, are on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure exactly what Stitcher is. I think it's some kind of app Internet. where you play podcasts That's and music, right. whatever. So if you have a Stitcher account, turns out the Survival and Basic Badass podcast is now available there. Now, I don't care where you listen to the podcast as long as you listen. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you could go ahead and leave us a review of what you think of the podcast on Stitcher, 
apparently they require five reviews in order to get some kind of notoriety where they put you into a like hot list kind of thing or something okay. along that line. So if some of you guys could uh, leave us a review on Stitcher, that might help us out. All right. Help grow the brand a little bit. Now, if you're listening to the podcast and have been listening to the podcast, you probably aren't on Stitcher because we're just on Stitcher now. Just now. But one of the emails I did get was from somebody on Stitcher, uh, somebody listening on, on Stitcher. So, How is that uh, possible? I don't know. Is that just now? That was just now. Just recently. Whoa. So... So I should change my name to kick and ass is what you're saying. That's right, man. It's so, moving. If you're on Stitcher and you're listening, also if you feel that uh we should have sent you a patch because you signed up on Patreon, I don't know, I'm still working on it. All right. Let us know. If you signed That's up on I Patreon and you didn't get work a patch. On that. Yeah, send think, us an email, send us hate mail, we'll send you one out. I think there's one there that I, I may be have overlooked so far. So right. uh we'll get back on that. And otherwise, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.